Perek Hamishi Hilchas Deyes. Halacha Aleph. Keshem she'achocham nikir bechoch mosei uvedei Yosef. Just as a chocham, a wise person, is recognized, is recognized through his wisdom and his midas, his characteristics, the way he acts. By the way, when it says chocham here, seemingly, you could say every chocham, you could see based on how he acts, you could see if he's wise. But if he's specifically referring here to a Talmud chocham, as you're going to see later, a Talmud Chacham has to act a certain, even, even better than a regular person. He has to, because he's representing Torah. So it could be a Chilul Hashem if he acts in, in, improperly. So, Keshem Shachacham Nikah Bechachmosi Uvidiyei Sov, who moved Obehem Mishara Om. And he stands apart from the rest of the people. Kach Tzarech Sheyiyin Nikah Bechachmosi So too, he has to be recognized through his actions. And now he's going to list a, few, a bunch of things. And then later on in the parak, he's going to go through each of these things individually in more detail. The way he eats and drinks, the way he has intimacy, the way he relieves himself, the way he talks, the way he walks, the way he dresses. You'll see this means the way he manages his finances. You'll see that's what he means here. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, you'll see in the halacha. This is the way. This is what he means. The way he does business. All of these things, all of these actions should be uh, should be done well. They should be befitting of a, of a chacham. Ketzan, Talmud chacham lo gargron. He should not be a uh, glutton, a person who oppressor. Uh, he should eat food which will, which will make his body healthy. He shouldn't overeat. Rabbi is very into this overeating. Don't overeat. Do not seek to fill your stomach. Until those people who fill their stomachs in little bursts. About these people, it says in Kabbalah, which is the Ksuvim, which by the way are called Kabbalah, because they 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 received it they received it It was a, it was got it got to them bekabola. Tanakh, yeah, Nevi'im Ksuvim are also called Kabbalah in Rambam, throughout Rambam, because, yeah, because they received it from Meshur Rabbeinu, or they got it from Nevuah, or it's a Nevuah. Kibluah b'Nevuah. Bekabah v'zeirisi feresh al pneichem, peresh chagechem, I will spread, peresh is tzoya, dung, I will spread dung on your faces, the dung of your feasts, Amr Chachamim, Gemara Shabbos says, Elu b'nei adam sh'oichlin v'shoisin v'oisin kol yemeim kechagim, the people who eat and drink, every day is a, is a holiday. Make sure to eat and drink tomorrow, for tomorrow we will die. By the way, this I want to say, this is by the way, Dafyami today. So I just told someone who was learning this. Is, it's interesting how today's Rambam, it's also the Dafyami. How come, how come, how come this doesn't say before when Rambam spoke before about not eating too much? Before about the last page, you can imagine this possible. Good question. We'll let you do it. Well, we'll uh, that will be your year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You forget. <laughs> I'll try to think of something uh, after. V'zo Michael Rishoyim, and this is the Suda of Rishoyim. This is the Feast of Rishoyim. Shulchanus Elu. And these tables, Heim Shegino Hakosuv Ve'omar. This is what the Torah um, denigrates. It, it, it uh, looks down on. Kikolshin and Ve'omar, Kikol Shulchanus Maluki Tzoyeb Limokim. Tables like these, which don't have toichin, they just eat. These are tables which are full of vomit and soya and excrement. Blimokim, without yes, is from in Pirkei Ovs, it says if you don't have, tayda, if you don't have a toidi yeah, this is lacher. The source is from the is from there. 
Limokim without, then there's no room for Mokim, the Abish there, touch tables. Yeah. <laughs> a person, a wise person, he eats one or two dishes. He eats enough, so it's sufficient for him to live. A tzaddik, in Mishle, the Shleim says, a tzaddik eats to satisfy his nefesh. When he does eat this little bit, that's befitting, that's fitting for him. He should only eat it in his home, at his table. He shouldn't eat in a store, a restaurant, I guess, or in a marketplace. It's interesting. I just, yeah, I, I just, I just uh, saw that the Mayor de Blasio, he wants to... Uh, uh, allow all the restaurants to now serve outside, like to make open, you know, on the street. He wants to kind of take over the streets of Manhattan with restaurants. Uh, the Rambam probably wouldn't be so fond of people sitting in the middle of the street and uh, eating. They're doing it already. Have you seen? Well, now they have no choice. But now there's no. Now, now there's no choice. But the, but it's not. It's not. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if to get Yeah. Look, but here, well, I mean, I think when you're shopping in a shop, you know, your chanus is a store, right? Right. And you're buying stuff, and so you shouldn't start. You know? The chayra, yeah. So, well, you'll see, the, the Rambam in general says you shouldn't eat with other people, like in, you'll see now. Unless there's a, a great need. So he should be should not be disrespected. He should have yeah. his, keep his uh, his status. He should not eat with amaratzim unlearned people. Nor should he eat on those tables which you just mentioned. The people that's eating and drinking, parting. Even in the company of chachamim, he shouldn't eat. Um, uh, he shouldn't eat frequently in, in other places that are not his house. What about a chiddush mitzvah? Oh. See that in a second. is not fitting for, for a chacham to eat in a place that has a lot of people in it, a, gather, a large gathering of people. In general, you shouldn't eat from other people's table. Unless it's a suda shal mitzvah, if it's a, it's a wedding, a, a, bet, uh, a betrothal or a, a wedding, which, of course, erusin doesn't mean a lachayim. The erusin in the times of the Gemara was the... They, the chassid would put the tabah, so we do under the chuppah, that's the erusin. Today, uh, today we do it all together, the erusin and the one after the other, but in the times of the Gemara, it would be done separately. So those are both suddhis mitzvah. I was reading a whole list of things that are suddhis mitzvah. Uh, bar mitzvah is considered a suddhis mitzvah. Uh, a siyam sechas is a suddhis mitzvah. A bris is a suddhis mitzvah. Suddhis chanukah is a suddhis mitzvah. Pidyan aben. Pidyan aben. Obviously, Shabbos, Yom Tif, all these things. Yeah, Purim. Uh, I didn't see Purim. Uh, it's got to be so this mitzvah. I know. I don't know why it wasn't listed. I saw, I saw a list. Okay, it's got to be. It's one of the four mitzvahs. Okay. When is it a mitzvah? When could you? Uh, when is it roy? Only if it's a talmud chacham that marries the daughter of a talmud chacham. <laughs> I think there's a gemara. Um, oh, the Gemara Sochim says that weddings between Tamidi Chachomim and Amaratzim are undesirable and should not be attended by Tamidi Chachomim. As I state in the Psachas Psachim. So interesting. But Sadikim Machasidim Harishoinim 
They never ate, even they try never to eat from food that wasn't theirs. When he drinks wine, he only eats it to soften the food in his stomach. Anyone who becomes drunk is a sinner and it's shameful. He will lose his wisdom. And if he becomes drunk in front of common people, he desecrates Hashem's name. But also, it is forbidden to drink even a small amount of wine, even a small amount of wine in the afternoon. It means during the day. Wine is not something you just middle of the day. It, it will lead to lack of productivity. It will make you not be, be able to be focused. Unless it was taken with food. When it's taken together with food, it doesn't intoxicate. We have to be careful from wine that's taken after the meal. That, that you should avoid. During the meal, it's not going to intoxicate the person. That is fine. Even though a man's wife is permitted to him at all times, he has to be holy, conduct in, uh, with holiness, conduct himself in holiness. He shouldn't uh, frequent his wife like a rooster. A rooster is a kind of, I guess they mate often. A Talmud Chacham should only be together, um, it says, once a week. The Gemara lists a bunch of different professions. If you're this profession, how many times? A Talmud Chacham, once a week. Im yesh koyach, that's if he has the koyach. Which the Mepharshim say this means when he's together. It's just Lashon Nekiah. It's a, saying a clean, clean language. When he's together, they shouldn't be together at the beginning of the night. In the beginning of the night, the person is um, uh, satiated, he just ate his meal, his full stomach. He shouldn't be together at the end of the night when he is hungry. That's the perfect time. He shouldn't be lightheaded. He shouldn't talk obscene nonsense. Even in, if it's like an intimate conversation with his wife, even, it shouldn't, he has to be very holy at that time. He has to be you shouldn't stop talking um, uh, obscene things. Again, he, he calls it Kabbalah. It says, And he repeats to a person what he has spoken. When a person goes to Shemayim, he's going, they're going to remind him. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to, it's going to be an account for this conversation that he had. Where is yeah. that mocker from Magid Lodom Asichah? It's an Amois. It's an Amos. Let me see. You have something else? No, I don't. I'm just trying to find where the mock is. It says Bakabola. Yes, so it's in Am in Novi. In uh Amois Dalad Yud Gimel. He says right over here. Oh down there, yes, yes. Amois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the yeah. Okay. Okay. They should not be drunk. They should not be. Um, they translate atzlonim. It's not lazy. It's more lack, uh, lackadaisical. Like to, they should be like focused. Not, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be like a. It should be like a. a um, Shouldn't be a light experience. They shouldn't be tense either. Not, not one of them. So atzlonim usually means it means lazy, but over here doesn't mean lazy. It means 
being together in a very lazy way, meaning like not taking it seriously. Which word are you talking about? Atzlonim. Oh, no, Atzlonim. So Atzbonim is tense. They shouldn't be tense. Yeah, or, or sad. Sad. Yeah, yeah. Not one of them. Any of them. Not, both of them should not be in this situation. And she should not be asleep. He should not be with her and take her by force. Should be with both with mutual consent and they should both be happy. Should first, you know, talk to her. Should be relaxed. They should be done modestly and not boldly and then he should withdraw. Anyone who conducts himself this way, not only did he sanctify his nefesh, he purified himself and he refined his character. If he has uh, children, they will be handsome and modest. They will be worthy of chachma and chassidus. Whoever conducts himself in the ways of the rest of the, the common people who go in the darkness, he'll have ordinary children like those people. They act in a very modest way. They do not demean themselves. They don't lower themselves. They do not bear their heads or their bodies. So they don't go Dalaram. It means they don't go Dalaramas without a yarmulke. Okay, they don't. The, 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 it wasn't as common. Uh-huh. I get, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So it was the Gemara says. Uh, uh, you'll you'll see the Gemara in actually in Masechah uh, Shabbos. The Gemara says numerous uh, a few Tanoim. This Amorida didn't walk the Alamos without sisters. They're saying they're big milas. It's, it's a mila. They never walked out almost without scissors, never walked out almost without yarmulkes. I guess it's a big mile. Even when one enters the base, the bathroom, he should be modest. He should not reveal his, uncover himself until he is seated. He should not wipe himself with his right hand, because that's the hand that, um, that is the hand that ties the tefillin. Now, one second. I just want to say one thing. That, um, that, this is old. And the can say that this is not the get us because we use tissues. So it doesn't matter. This is old. In those days, they didn't really have tissues. They would use rocks and they use their hands. But today, it's fine. He should stay away from all others when he's doing this. He should go into a chamber within a chamber. Um, a cave within a cave, and if, in other words, and, and then he relieve himself. He should go. He should just be very secretive. And if he must relieve himself behind the fence, he should move far away that his friend will not hear if he makes noise, if he passes gas. If he's in an open place and he can't hold himself in, he should be far enough so that no one can see him um, bearing himself, uh, revealing himself. A person should not speak while relieving himself, even if, there's a, even if there's a great need. Just as one conducts himself with tznius during the day in the bathroom, so too is by night. You would think that uh, by day it's more obvious, you could see clearly, but no, you have to act so the tznius by night as well, because it's also 
Hashem's presence is there. Hashem's presence there by day and by night. So it's also not only from to be a Talmud Chacham shouldn't only uh, act in such a way because of people that may see him. It's also the Ebrish there is everywhere. You, you should be uh, careful. A person should always train himself to relieve himself early morning and after dark only so that he shouldn't have to go too far out. Again, in those days, um, the, the bathrooms were far out. So, so try to, yeah, try to, you know. Party went in the morning. Yeah. But he wants people to be there, there. God. That's yeah, what it was like to him once a day for him, One second. He says here, so he should not have to go far off to avoid others seeing him. Try to do it in the morning and the, and, and, and evening. What does he say there? Shachas for Arvis. Let me see. So sorry, let me just, uh, let me correct myself here. He means to say you try to go early morning before it's, before it becomes light outside and you should go late at night when it's already, when it's dark to avoid having to run away from people, to go, go far away from people in the middle of the day. That was, that's the shot over here. Okay. Should not shout, shriek, or shriek while, shriek while speaking like animals. He shouldn't raise his voice. Instead, he should speak gently to all people. In addition to speaking gently, he should take care not to stand at a distance, which some people say here, it doesn't mean a physical distance. The Rambam is referring to standing apart from someone, looking down at someone, criticizing in a condescending and standoffish, being in a, having a standoffish posture. So not physically distant, but you know, lifting yourself to, and looking down at others. That's what he says. Uh, you have to exert yourself to listen. Uh, okay, interesting. You should always greet people before they greet him. So people should like him, should be pleased with him. He should judge everyone in a good light. You should always speak in the good of another person and not in the bad. Speak favorably. He should love peace and pursue peace. If he sees that his words are effective and people are going to listen, you should speak it. If not, you should keep silent. What is an application of this? He should not try to appease his friend when he's angry. He should not question a man about his neder at the time he is making his vow, which means that, uh, let's say a person, let's say a person uh, is neider, a person, uh, let's say, swears, swears, he swears something, and then he regrets it. What do you do? You already swore. So there's a concept of shoyalin, where you, you the Gemara calls it paischin pesach. You find an opening, you tell him, if you had known such and such, would you have still uh, sworn it? Would you still have done this neder? And if he says no, there's a, we could, uh, there's a way to annul it. So you don't, right when he does the neder, don't start uh, 
Don't don't do this at that time because right now he's very mevulvul. He's he, yeah. He's got to calm down. He's got to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a composed. His mind has to be composed. You shouldn't uh, comfort a person while the, the dead is there because the person the, the, the bereaved is is unsettled until they bury the dead. The same thing applies in all similar cases. A person has to use a seichel. Um, when to talk, when not to talk. A person should not uh, look at his fellow man when the person is experiencing humiliation. Don't, don't be seen there. Turn your attention away. A person is in a low moment. A person sees someone else, let's say, getting arrested. Don't stand there and watch. Try to make believe like you're not there. Just look away. Let's say... You make him feel bad. It doesn't mean necessarily a person's uh, um, embarrassing moment for, let's say, if someone has a, going in an ambulance. You know, not everyone's comfortable. You know, standalless. People like to watch. It's a scene. Standing there watching. Oh, the person's going. Who's going in the ambulance? The Ram says, don't do that. Don't, don't, in a person's lowest moment, don't be there. Don't, don't look. You should never change. You should never distort facts. Never change, you know, um, you should be honest. Don't change your words. You said something. Yeah. Yeah. You should not exaggerate or, or minimize something. Unless it's something that pertains, that's going to add peace. Like Aaron Akoyin. That Aaron was, Shalom used to like, in order to make peace between people. They, so the general guidance here is person should only speak in connection with acts of kindness and the like. Bamis? I don't know which Gears is correct to find out. He should not speak to a woman in the marketplace. Even if it's his wife, his sister, or his daughter. Because people may suspect that they don't know who his family members are. They may suspect that he's having a, a, a relationship here in the public. It's not it's not should not walk with his head held high and um, walk erect with his head held high. Like it says in Yeshaya, they walked with their necks outstretched and flashing eyes. He should not walk um, toe to heel. It's a certain way some people. Uh, it's a way of guy. Yeah, Hanoshim The way women, some women walk, and the way some gasi people with gaiva walk. Which walking and mincing as they go, tinkling with their feet. He should not run in public like a madman, like a mishugane. He should not bend over like a hunchback person. Um, sorry. He should look down. Just as a person is supposed to do when he davens. We should walk in the marketplace. He should walk in the, in the street as if he's busy. Like a person who's busy, he's not, he's not, he's not looking anywhere. Just from looking at the way a person walks, you could tell if he's a baldeya. On the road too, when a fool walks, his mind is empty. He notifies everyone, he tells everyone he's a sachel. By just the way he walks, everyone could tell. 
Malbush Talmud Chacham, Malbush Nova Naki, the clothing of a Talmud Chacham has to be clean. For Osir Leishi Matsi, the big day Kassam, a Shamnunis, a Kietzman, you can have a stain or a fat stain. You shouldn't wear the fanciest clothing, uh, royal garments, gold made out of gold and purple, which everyone will look at him. Nor should he dress in poor clothing, which embarrass the wearer. You should wear clothing which is in the middle, in the middle range. Nice clothing, clean clothing, attractive clothing, but nothing that's going to attract too many eyes. His, cloth, his flesh should not be visible, shouldn't be see-through. Like the linen garments that they make in Mitzrayim. See-through. Yeah, see-through, yeah. I mean, you have to near him, he's can see his friend underneath. Right. You know, very thin. Very thin, you know, uh, shirts. Uh, yeah, he shouldn't wear that. His clothing should not drag on the ground. I guess uh, some gas ruach, haughty people would do that. Ela should only reach his ankle. And his sleeve should extend till his fingers. He should not let his uh, talis over here, his cloak, they translate it. It's the outer garment, it's like a coat. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's Shabbos, if he has no other uh, cloak to wear. Because um, and a, a person who sees this will know that he's just it's just because of the respect of Shabbos. It's not because he's a gas, he's not a, he's not a Balgaiva, It's because of Shabbos that he's letting it his 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 the cloak go. I guess it was a derech. It's it's a it's a derech of anashim chashuvim to go like that. To go with the talis with the cloak um, going down, falling down the body. Yeah, what do you want to say? Okay. A person should not wear shoes that have uh, been fixed, mended with patches, patch after patch in the summer. But in the winter it's fine because it's very muddy and the mud will block the patches. So no one will see. I think it says somewhere in Gemara you should sell everything you have to have a good shoe, to have shoes, right? To have shoes, yeah, yeah. It does say that. Yeah. It's yeah. most important. Yeah. We're almost finished here. A few more halachas. You should not go out with perfume or clothing that has perfume. You should not put perfume on his hair. If he put perfume on his body to remove uh, filth, it's okay. The reason why the Gemara says a person shouldn't put perfume is because, uh, especially in the days of the Gemara, people would put perfume. There was a chash of mishkav schur, zachar. And uh, people would wear perfume, and that was uh, sometimes they would do that to attract the other uh, same gender. Yeah, some of Farshim ask, why doesn't the Rambam mention this is only in a place where there's a chashash of Mekash Mishka Skur? But maybe there's a general chashash everywhere, so the Rambam doesn't have to mention. Nowadays, people use deodorant. Yeah. Yeah. So deodorant is, uh, yeah, so, but perfume. That's different, yeah. You translate as filth. Filth, yeah. Sweat. Filth, sweat, same thing. So when you yeah. sweat, it's tend to get on the filth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. So, 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 I don't think anybody says that scented deodorant is a problem today. No, I don't. On Shabbos, there's a whole debate. Could you use unscented or scented? But no one says that scented is a problem during the week. 
V'chein lo yitzay yichidi balayla, a person should not go out alone at night. Eli imkin hoyle is man kavua, let's his bayla talmudi, kol elu b'pnei achshad. Again, if you go out at night, people are going to be choshed you. What are you up to? Talmud chacham mechakal dvara v'mishpat. This is what I was saying in the beginning. This is, he manages his, his finances judiciously. Oichel v'shoyse v'zon is anshi basic. If he eats, he drinks, and he sustains his family. He provides for his family in accordance with his funds, and according to his success. He shouldn't overtax himself. He shouldn't uh, buy himself a, a multi-billion dollar house when he, does, when he can't pay the mortgage. He should, and, uh, he shouldn't use a credit card. Yeah, he shouldn't. This is one of the... Yeah. A person should only eat meat when he really has an appetite for it. It shouldn't be a daily thing, I'm eating meat uh, every day of the week. It's very expensive. You should eat meat when you really have a, when you really have a desire for it. Meat is very is healthy for you, it gives you strength, but it's enough for a healthy person to eat it once a week. If you're rich, then you can have it every day. A person should always eat less than his income. The Yilbash Koroila, you should always dress according to your income. The Chabad Ishti, you're born of Yosemin Roy, you should always provide, you should always, you should always honor and, over here he says, provide for his wife. And maybe you should always provide for your wife and kids more than what your income is. Always just give them extra. They're very, these last two lines I found very powerful. For yourself, have less than what your income is, dress accordingly, and for your wife and kids, go over. So you can use a credit card for your wife and kids too. Yeah. A person should first find a parnosa, then find a house, buy a house, and then marry. This is talking about people that went out to war and they had to, they were told that if they one of these three things, either that they have a, 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 a grapevine which they haven't enjoyed yet, or they built a house that they have not inaugurated, they didn't live in it yet, or they married a woman, they, they betrothed the woman, but they didn't yet finish the marriage. All of these people, they do not go to war, they come back. So it says, it says it in this order, so we learn out that this is the order of life, how you're supposed to handle yourself. I think the everyone spoke about the kind of attack. Yeah, so, yeah. First of all, there's a shaila here that um, I don't want. I don't want to share it to be too long. But there's a shaila here. You can look later. The psukim are a little bit different, and the order is a little different. So they, there's a lot of big discussions about this. But uh, logically, the round makes sense. But the Rebbe, I'm sure the Rebbe has on this. Does he say anything? Yeah. So he says, Maschilin they do the opposite, and then at the end of their life they look for a job, or they get tzedakah. Towards the end of their life, towards the end of their life, the safe yom of later on. In other words, they, they have everything upside down. It says we get the klolis. Everything is going to be. Upside down, so you shouldn't have However, with regards to blessings, it says that David was thoughtful in everything he did. 
and Hashem was with him. Okay, you'd base for also the Adam Lahafkir or Lahaktish Khanakhas, a person is not allowed to um, renounce ownership, Mimafkir, or consecrate all of his possessions to the base of Mikdash, via Triachalabis, and thus, because he has nothing left, now he becomes a burden for society. Do not sell a field and buy a house. I was trying to figure out what it says here. I was looking. It seems like what it means is a field has a certain value that it keeps on producing. Uh, it's like an income. It, it keeps on producing. It, a house doesn't have that. I guess you could really rent out a house. But that's what it seems like what the Rambam means here. Yeah, it wasn't, there was no real, it's not a real estate market. There was no real estate market. You built the house for yourself. So the house is just a stationary thing. It doesn't really provide you any income. The Sada field, you could sell the, the produce. Okay, so you have another explanation because a field um, has a... It lasts, it lasts longer. So really? Additionally, you shouldn't sell a house and buy uh, movable objects, which that makes sense. Yeah. A house is much more, uh, you know, it lasts much longer, has much more value. Or selling a house and then, uh, you know, for a trade is also not recommended. You could sell the other way. You could sell um, movable objects and buying a field. giving business advice here. It's very interesting. The rule is that he should. You don't have that here. Okay. So the fenusach. That's right. Yeah. You know, you're going to go your money. Right. So here he says, You should also always exchange the impermanent for the permanent. You should make decisions long term. Long term, this is don't enjoy a little bit, burn your house, sell your house, and have a little enjoyment. Last halacha. Should be done. His his business dealings should be done with honesty and good faith. He says no. When he says no, it's no. When he says yes, it's yes. Which means he's trying to say um, he's reliable. He's reliable. He doesn't he doesn't say no. There's a there's a, there's a beer here. Let me just see. Explains it here. Um, oh. He's mekayim everything he says to his friend. He doesn't change. He's not mishanem mediburei. Right. Okay. If he says no, if he says yes, even if now he changes his mind, he just he he, he like the Gemara says the whole story about this. He says yes. If he originally says yes, yeah. he'll go with his word. Even if it might be wrong. Yeah. Or even if he's going to lose money. He's going to lose money, but because he, he already said yes, he'll go with his he word. Yeah. You know, he's reliable. He's very stringent himself with his accounting. He gives to others, and he's not medactic. He's not. Uh, he's not uh, particular. particular with them. He always pays right away. He's not. He does not act as a guarantor. And not as a orif kablon, which the difference between a kablon orif and a orif kablon orif is just a regular guarantor, which you first have to go to the borrower. If he doesn't have money, you go to the guarantor. 
or if Kabbalah is a person who you could directly go to him, you don't even have to go to the borrower. So he shouldn't mix himself in with these things. Well, being a guarantor is helping somebody, you know. Yeah, right. But, Claire, you're helping another person. Um, it says that in Mishle, it says, one who acts as a guarantor, I don't know, the, I'm just going to see the English here, one who acts as a guarantor for a stranger shall surely suffer harm. Um, so good, Shaila, I don't know. You're you're helping another yid, but maybe Talmud Chacham, maybe it's it's you shouldn't get involved. In the, maybe it's not good for him to get involved in these things, because maybe you should. I, I, you know, it's a good child. Maybe he's it's going to cause financial. Maybe it's going to cause him to possibly lie or or, or not not go. It's like a gemilas chesed, you know. I don't yeah. know. Okay. We have to look into it. Veloy Yovi Behar Shoah, he should not act as a Mikhaiv Atzme Bedivi Mikhaiv Sorry, Veloy Yovi Behar Shoah, he should not act as a debt collector. So now there's a, there's a, there's a, it's, a very, it's hard to read his words, there's a different explanation. Mikhaiv Atzme Bedivi Mikhaimimker, Bemokim Shalechiv, Yasetera, Kadesh Yamid Bedibura, Veloy Shaneo. So the simple meaning is, we'll go with the simple meaning, is that sometimes you even lose money, Mikhaiv Atzme. In order to not change your words, and if other people are obligated to pay him, he is them, and he still lends and bestows gifts on others. He does not; um, he's not masigvul. He doesn't uh, interfere with his friend's uh, business. Talmud Chacham is a person who never causes a person discomfort. He should be from the among, among those that are pursued, and he does not pursue. From those who, are, who accept humiliation, but not those who humiliate others. You are my servant, Yisrael, through whom I will be glorified. We have a few things we have to check. We have to figure out why he shouldn't be a Arif. There was another thing we have to, we were, Shaila was, what was the other one? Overeating. Overeating, okay. So, I'll try to find it for next time. Oh, yeah.